Welcome to Parents' Rights Now, a production of Parents' Rights in Education, hosted by Suzanne Gallagher. Pre welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Join us by filling out the form on our website. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. Hey, everybody. Today is Thursday, the 9th of February. And today I want to share with you some information about a very important school board meeting. You know, we cannot promote everybody's school board meetings. But this particular one is uh, very uh, controversial. And if you know anybody who lives in or near Hudson, Wisconsin, please give them a call and tell them, go to the school board meeting. It is on Monday, this coming Monday, the 13th, February the 13th at 6 p.m. It's in the Hudson School District Administrative Offices at 644 Bracky, I think that's pronounced Bracky, B-R-A-K-K-E, Drive. Uh, you need to tell the school board directors what you want for your children. Now, you may not have children in school, but it's important that the schools are teaching children properly and that they're supporting parents' wishes, right? That's the most important thing. And that they are supporting parents' rights, to voice those wishes, and to opt their children out of any activities that they consider harmful to them. So uh, I just finished a news alert that has to do with a selection of books for the ninth grade English class, and parents are not happy about that. Uh, they, they're supposed to, you know, read these books and discuss them. And they're about issues that ninth graders uh, apparently are all dealing with. Well, the point is, not all parents are dealing with all of these things. And <laughs> um, the subjects in the books are, I would say, very controversial. So again, the 13th, Monday the 13th, get your friends there. We also have a tab in uh, the um, body of this email that allows you to email the school board members. And um, if your friends are not getting our emails, that's cool, no problem. They can go on the school district website and send an email to all the school board members. So that's that's pretty pretty neat. Alrighty. On January 29th, we sent out uh, another news alert talking about parents say no to K through 12 classroom sensitive personal group discussions. I'm, I'm going to put that link to that email also in this podcast. Uh, there are nine books that are that were selected for students in the ninth grade to read, including, and they can choose one. They don't have to read all nine. The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. The Hate You Give. The Glass Castle. Jim Candy, All American Boys, Shout, and lastly, Speak. So what are the parents saying about this? Well, the books listed are sensitive and controversial. 
introducing students to subjects and risky behaviors, which in many cases students may not have known about until reading one of these books. Participating in the group discussion, which follows the reading of the books, this is the, the psychotherapy that, that, that we are concerned about that takes place after they read the books. They're, they're supposed to get together and have a, uh, have a group's uh, support group discuss the books in depth and talk about how it impacts them and, and if they believe that that's going on in their school. Or they could also be impacted by uh, reading the research-based, supposedly research-based new style articles that their fellow ninth graders are going to write. A local mom said this about these books. How do these books help our children with self-discovery? Now, the term self-discovery is their term. It is a kind of a you know, psychological term, if you think about it, self-discovery. I mean, what does that mean? I'm just finding out something about myself. Um, and it fills their minds with ab- abhorrent, obscene, and inappropriate ideas. I do not want my child discussing these issues in a classroom. Now, that's a good point. <laughs> you mean your your child is going to be dealing with very heavy subjects controversial subjects, some sexual, some racial, etc. She says, I want to lead these discussions myself. In other words, it's not really appropriate for complete strangers to be getting all these kids together and talking about controversial topics, especially when they're only 14 years old. So what's the objective here? Well, none of these topics were necessary for us to get a good education back in the day, right? (laughs) We didn't talk about those things. And so why are they necessary for our children now? Who is deciding what is a teen issue and what's not? So the teachers and the ninth grade English teachers are deciding that these are teen issues. Now, my question is, why are we talking about these kinds of issues in English class. What does English class have to do with political issues? Really? (laughs) What What does English class have to do with political issues? And the psychotherapy part of it is just completely, you know, off the wall. So we thought that our readers would like to know more about these books. So what we've done is include in the news alert uh, the book cover. So you can see what the book cover looks like, but also when you click on it, it'll take you to the actual uh, book that's being sold on Amazon. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about some of these books. Um, and they were evaluated by local parents in the Hudson School District. So the first one is called The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. I mean, what a, what a title for one thing. Um, a part-time Indian, what does that mean? Is he East Indian? Oh, I guess he's an indigenous Indian. This is by a fellow, um, and his name is Sherman Alexi. And of course, it is his diary. And um, he uses some things in <laughs> some terms in the book um, that this parent found rather inappropriate. 
Uh, one is the term retard. Another term is faggot on page 197. I don't think kids should even be introduced to these terms, of course, if they're especially if they're not considered appropriate terms. Why are we even telling them what they are? Uh, the book is filled with derogatory terms that go against community standards. Introducing students to things that they never knew about before is not necessarily productive, is it? It mentions that the main character loves to masturbate and has magazines with nude photos. And when he hugs an adult counselor, he gets an erection. I'm reading this. I, I, didn't, I didn't read it in the book. Oh, baby, this is for a 14-year-old. It goes on. Body talk, B-A-W-D-Y, with a friend about erections and masturbation. Uh, the book was banned for sexual reference, profanity, violence, sexual misconduct, underage drinking. Um, and she's listed some words that uh, I can't repeat. <laughs> okay. On page 24 through 25, there's a quote from straight out of the book. Most guys, no matter what age, get excited about curves and circles, but not me. Don't get me wrong. I like girls and their curves, and I really like women and their curvier curves. I spent hours in the bathroom with a magazine that has 1,000 pictures of naked movie stars. Yep, that's right. I admit that I masturbate. I'm proud of it. I'm good at it. I'm ambidextrous. If there were a professional masturbators league, I'd get drafted number one and make millions of dollars. And maybe you're thinking, well, you really shouldn't be talking about masturbation in public. Well, tough. I'm going to talk about it because everybody does it and everybody likes it. And if God hadn't wanted us to masturbate, then God wouldn't have given us thumbs. So I thank God for my thumbs. But the thing is, no matter how much time my thumbs and I spend with the curve of imaginary women, I am much more in love with the right angles of buildings, unquote. I would say that book should be taken off the list, wouldn't you? Hmm. Okay, now the next book is called Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. Here's a little bit about the author, Benjamin Allaire Sens. After 15 years of marriage to his wife, he came out as gay at the age of 54. He wrote the book in support of boys and girls who want to come out. It won the Stonewall Book Award in 2013 and is annually recognized, quote, exceptional merit relating to the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender experience in English language books published in the United States. It also won the Lambda Literary Award for LGBT children's and young adult books in 2013. The Lambda Literary Awards, also known as the Lammies, are awarded yearly by Lambda Literary to recognize the crucial role 
that LGBTQ writers play in shaping the world. The Lambies celebrate the very best in LGBT literature. It also was placed on the American Library Association Rainbow List. The ALA Rainbow List is an annual list of books with significant gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender content and which are aimed at youth ages birth through 18. And we also included an interview with this author uh, that was done by MSNBC in the News Alert. The next book that is on this illustrious list at Hudson High School, ninth grade English class, is called The Hate You, and that's the letter U, Give, and it's by Angie Thomas. The Hate You Give was written, as Thomas says, quote, to bring light to the controversial issue of police brutality and the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, right there, there are some parents are going to say, no way is my kid reading that book. It features profanity and anti-police message, multiple uses of F-K-N, bitch, ho, ass, damn, badass, hell, butt, and piss. Quote, I look at books as being a form of activism. Sometimes they'll show us a side of the world that we might not have known about. It is important for the white community to listen to the grievances of the Black Lives Matter movement. Unquote. That's from the author, Angie Thomas. I don't think that book would make make it on my kids' reading list. How about yours? Especially age 14. In fact, I wouldn't let any child younger than 18 read that book. Okay, I don't want to read that book. Then we have The Glass Castle. Now, this one is not particularly offensive. The Glass Castle is written by Jeanette Walls. Uh, it does, though, have frequent profanity, alcoholism, and sexual, sexually explicit uh, verbiage. It was awarded the Christopher Award, which was established by the Christophers, a Christian organization. Uh, however, there's no age recommendation. And this local parent who analyzed that book um, argues um, it's written for adults. Moving on. So you can scratch that one too, because these kids are only 14. Jim Candy, and that's spelled G-Y-M, Candy. And it's written by Carl Drucker. This book is all about drug use, um, drug and steroid use. There is heavy, addictive steroid use um, depicted in this novel. Pills and injectables are used. More information is not available, but nothing stands out about the author, and no awards were given for the books. The next book title is All American Boys by Jason Reynolds. 
This book uses profanity and features drug use, alcoholism, and promotes anti-police views and more. Strong language includes the word Jesus, a-hole, and several uses of F blank blank K. Quote, if you are neutral in the situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor, unquote. So they're quoting critical race theory um, big time here. Uh, it features divisive language, including systemic racism, critical race theory, police brutality, and social justice activism. So I'm going to cross that one off my list too. And last but certainly not least, we took a look at the title, Speak, S-P-E-A-K, by Lori Halsey Anderson. It's about a girl who is raped and then traumatized by it. And she cuts herself to make the pain go away. I'm not sure exactly how that works. <laughs> I don't think cutting yourself is um, very good for pain. Okay, here's a quote from the book. I was on the ground and he was on top of me. My lips mumble something about leaving, about a friend who needs me, about my parents worrying. I can hear myself. I'm mumbling like a deranged drunk. His lips lock on mine and I can't say a thing. I twist my head away. He is so heavy. There is a boulder on me. I open my mouth to breathe, to scream, and his hand covers it. In my head, my voice is as clear as a bell. No, I don't want to, but I can't spit it out. I'm trying to remember how we got on the ground and where the moon went. And wham, shirt up, shorts down. The ground smells wet and dark. And no, I'm not really here. I'm definitely back at Rachel's and he smells like beer and mean and he hurts me, hurts me, hurts me and gets up. You want your 14-year-old daughter to be reading that? Oh, how about uh, some of the 14-year-old boys in her class? Well, that's even worse. You know, young people are in, can be influenced for good or for bad when it comes to literature they're reading. And sometimes they take inspiration from things like this. Think about it. We're encouraging parents and citizens in Hudson, Wisconsin, to go to the school board meeting and tell the board why they think these books are unacceptable. Not only uh, reading the books, but for the students to be talking about them in in a group uh, situation, uh, it's like a support group. That's psychotherapy, and sharing ideas again at the age of fourteen. And by the way, are these teachers equipped to handle uh, difficult uh, views and kids talking about their own personal experiences related to these books? I don't think so. And also. Do, do the families, do the parents of these children want them discussing private, uh, personal experiences 
with total strangers, other students in their class, kids they don't even know? Something ain't right here. And if it's going on in Wisconsin, it's probably going on in our school districts, right in our backyard. This is Parents' Rights. Now, please check your show notes for links pertinent to this podcast. Please consider making a monthly contribution to Parents' Rights in Education. We need your help. We have big plans in mind. And because of a very generous one-time contribution of $25,000, we are challenging our listeners and our readers, all of our supporters, to match that. Gives $12 a month. If there were only 500 of you, that would tally up to $6,000 a month, almost tripling the $25,000 check we just received in one year. Be part of that club. We call it the 12 by 12 club. A link to our website is in the show notes or go to parentsrightsined.org. See you soon.